Hi, it's your host, Shelby Alexander Griggs, and you're listening to Getting to the Healing Part. A wise man once said, hope is in the process of mourning. It is my intention to create a space right here for those who need to find hope and healing in their situation. We will get to the other side, I promise you that, but only if we do the work. So let's do it. Let's do the work and let's do it together. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Getting to the Healing Part. I am your host, Shelby Alexander Griggs, and I want to thank you once again for joining me for this episode. And a lot of people have been asking me um, questions about how do I want to share my story? How do I want to enter into this next phase of my life? after losing my husband. And I just wasn't really clear. I wasn't really sure about how I wanted to do it. And, and of course, in season one, I did share a lot of stories about him. My, my children were on talking about him, which they'll be back again to follow up. But I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And, and to be quite honest with you, I'm still kind of, you know, just putting one foot in front of the other and not sure. But here's the thing that I wanted to do tonight. I wanted to bring on a dear friend of mine who every Sunday I would see her face and I would say, I need to talk to you. You know. And she would say, you girl, you know, I know. And um, tonight we're going to talk about losing a spouse and losing them abruptly. So I want you to welcome to the show, Dominique. Adevaro. Hello. Hey, Dominique. Hi there. You know, every Sunday, yes. I, I wasn't like, what would, what would I do? I look at you and I say, I, I need I to talk, talk to you. Yes. Because like, when you're ready, am I always, yes, when you are ready. Right. Right. Because I think what I, I couldn't convey then that I uh-huh. can now was that I was really wanting to know how you got to the healing place and, and how you got to a place where you could, um, you know, just get up and do what you have to do, but then also be at peace with what you, what you were doing after the loss of your husband. So let's, let's go back to that time. Cause I know you're in a healing place so we can talk about that. Oh, absolutely. So we can go back there. Yes. So First, let's tell, tell the listeners about your husband. What, what kind of person was he? I, I could give you my, my, my oh. little two cents, but you tell <laughs> us what kind of man was he? Oh, okay. So Michael was just a fantastic, uh, well, well-educated, very handsome, seeing play right. He was just well-diversed in all areas. And not to mention that he was very handsome and dressed very well. Mm -hmm. Um, He was always the person that everyone went to. Mm -hmm. He didn't go to others, but everyone came to him. And so you would never imagine that, um, you know, after we get into this thing, that 
he would have done something on yeah. this level. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, he was just a stellar person, yeah. um, always there for other people, but mm-hmm. never really being vulnerable to ask for help. Right, right. What kind of, what kind of father was he? I okay. mean, you have your girls. Oh my goodness. He was definitely, <laughs> definitely a, a daddy's, uh, he, the girls were yeah. definitely daddy's girls. Right. Um, he loved the girls. That was like his world. Um, they loved him. He had a great relationship with the girls. They yeah. can talk to him about anything. It just was a awesome relationship. He, he disciplined, but he, he had his way of disciplining. He would just, all he had to do was talk to them. He planted a lot of seeds into their lives and they still today remember mm-hmm. all of those things, you know, dad, dad would want me to do this, or he would think this. I remember if dad cooked, you know, he always cooked peach cobbler. They were like, I wish he would have taught me how to make that peach cobble, you know, just yeah. So he was an awesome dad. He was an awesome dad. That's awesome. I, I, I love when you say that, you know, how charismatic he was because I just remember, you know, I never got a chance to really talk to you guys beyond greeting you Mm -hmm. um, on Sunday. And, but he was always so, um, and I'm just, this is my perspective from the outside. He was always yes. so charismatic and he was always sharp. And I'm not saying just him. You were too, sister. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a power couple right there. <laughs> I mean, I, I love to see you all come in uh-huh. and, um, and, and he was always so, uh, uh, just he was sharp. jovial, yeah. <laughs> sharp, always clean. And always, always. And, and very uh, uh, personable. And I remember yes. telling my mic, so we had both had mics. You know, that's, you know, I thought about that when you, when you said Mike. Yeah. And I, Mike had a mic. It is just uh-huh. it my mind. It would go yeah. Ahead. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I would tell Mike, I said, Mike, I see that I saw a guy. I think y'all need to be friends because he is so much. Y'all are so much alike. He, yeah. he, he dresses down to the nines. I mean, even when he's casual, he's still, ca- down you know, to cause the I, nine. I, I, you remember that we said that that's old school down to the I nines. Down to the nine. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was old school. So, um, so anyway, we, we, we really thought, uh, a lot of you guys and just, just again, seeing you, um, just being, you know, just walking and with we grace. love seeing you guys where well, we never connected. <laughs> But we, right. you know, it's like this sharp couple, you yeah. know. But we never we were always serving. We were, yeah, right, we're always right. serving. Yeah, we always yeah. served. Yeah. So tell me about um that day, that fateful day. Okay. So you lost Mike. So it was actually um March 9th. It was a, the day after my daughter's uh 18th birthday. And um we were preparing for graduation, mm-hmm. prom, de- uh, debutante, scholarship night, all of, it was so much going on. Cree was doing, you know, um, mm-hmm. trying out for cheerleading. And um, that day I took off and we were having conversations. I guess it was in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, we were you know, just having a conversation. 
And he excused himself. And that was the last time we talked. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe within that hour, Mm -hmm. he did the self-infliction thing. He didn't do it in front of me, um, but he committed suicide that day. Oh, God. And, and you said, well, I want to ask you, you said there was your last conversation. Was yeah. it, was it a spirited one? As we say, <laughs> was um, it a calm no, one? No, was no, no. It, we were completely at peace uh-huh. about um, everything we talked. He had some disappointments, you know, cause we're very uh, business oriented people. We always have yeah. ventures and, and there was a lot of disappointments, you know, mm-hmm, compounded mm-hmm. and, you know, and I guess mm-hmm. that was, you know, everybody has their threshold. And yeah. that our last conversation, I remember him saying, I'm sorry, I won't be here for you and the girls. Oh, no. And I'm like, what are you saying? Right. What are you saying? And what does that I'm mean? like, okay, I, I don't stand all that. I'm just gonna, let's, let's just move on yeah. and just try to make it through the day. The last mm. time, and you know, he kind of excused himself. He's like, let's go to the gym. I just need to work out. I'm a little stressed. And he went into the restroom and came out and he just had this big, huge, um, no, he had an oversized workout outfit on and mm. I didn't know anything was wrong. I didn't know he had done anything. And um, so within the hour, he was gone within oh the hour. God. He was gone, and what really took him out? Um, it was an overdose. He had taken mm-hmm. some things the, the morning or the night before, or something, mm-hmm. and it finally occurred. Oh, <laughs> it, wow. it finally, you know, caught it, up. it was yeah. it caught up with him, uh-huh. and um, just caught me. Um, oh, it was such a blind. You, you, you never. I never knew that that would be knocking at my door. I never, yeah. you know, cause he was such against that. Right. I just never imagined that's how it would end. We were right. married for 25 years. And so where were the girls when this happened? At school. Oh, gosh. it was, it okay. was a Monday. It, this was oh. a Monday and the girls mm. was actually Brie was maybe two minutes away at the Kate center. You know where the Kate center is. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. we lived at the apartments across the street. Cree mm-hmm. was at Wakeland. And yeah. that was the hard part. Oh, how, do, how do how do you tell? How do I tell them? Girl, you know, and, I know. Oh. Um, they were trying to resuscitate. But in my heart of hearts, I knew. I knew. Mm-hmm. I looked over there and I just saw this, just a mist, just a mist mm-hmm. go up. And oh. I knew, I knew, I knew it was over. And um, it, it was, mm. it was, um, I, I can't even describe. I just felt like my heart had been ripped apart. Ripped. Yeah. Uh, pulled out of my body, kind of. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. I didn't who know was what your to first, do. Who was your first call? My first call was, I think it was his sister. Mm-hmm. His sister. I think it was his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, because before I left the the apartment, I had to 
you know, it's like the devil's talking to you and then God, you know, I had one yeah. devil on my shoulder and God the on the other one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I listen. It's like, I, it's like, you know, I, and I'm thinking, okay, I, I serve, I, I've been, yeah. you know, I, I do all, yeah. you know, help people. I try why? to do all how the right things. Happen? How did I this just, come? Yeah. How, how did, how do we get to why? this place? Why? Right. Why? How, why did this happen to me? And I'm get I'm to the point where I felt like religion is just not working. It doesn't matter mm. what I do. It just, mm. it's just never going to work. And I, and I thought maybe I could just take, take the girls and go off right. and, and just go off and go somewhere. But mm-hmm. of course you cannot because it was so public. And, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very public. I, rem- I remember it. I remember yeah. the day. I remember yeah, the day. Very... Well, you know, I asked you what, who was the first call and then, what, call. you know, and, sub- and then subsequent calls, you know, my, I, I got middle of the night call. And then of course my, my mom is the first call, but mm-hmm. then I also uh, called our pastors. Yeah. And mm-hmm. one of the things when we, in this, I just thought about this when we were talking about when it happened, where, what we were thinking and this out of body mm-hmm. experience yes. and both of us having mics when, when, um, pastor Wendy said she, we, I called and she heard, I don't even know. I think I called pastor Ray and then he didn't answer. I called pastor Ray. I don't know who, who picked up, but she said when she heard, Oh, I must've been, I talked to her. Cause I said, Mike is gone. And she said, she thought she was talking to you. Like she had to like, you she know was why, so- you know why? Because after, because I wasn't going to call anybody at the church, I, I had already made uh-huh. that decision. And right. I said, you know what I had, I have got to call at least I have to call Wendy. Yeah. And I called her and I said, and I told her what happened. She said, she said, Michael, who, who are you talking she, she about? She said that to me too. She said, who are you talking about? I don't understand. She said, what are you saying? She said she had to pull over because yes, it was too much. She's I, yeah. trust, you know, and yeah. when I got to the hospital, there was nobody in the waiting room. I, all I did oh. was make one phone call. And if I, I know within 10 minutes that it was full at people wow. came and came and they were like mm. uh, in other shock in other shock. Yeah. And, you know, when his mom got there, she just, it's just, yeah. 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 It was, mom and sister. well, yeah. you know, you don't, you don't know this. I don't think I've ever told you this, but when I found out mm-hmm. I was, I was writing emails to the pastoral staff, the lead okay. pastors Yes. The home groups, I was like, what, what are we going to do? We're going to rally around. And I remember really like feeling like everybody else felt. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so the, so that somebody helped you with the girls, you, you're at the hospital, then what? Mm-hmm. So we were at the hospital and people came and then my family <laughs> arrived and close friends, you know, then church mm-hmm. people, it was just a lot of people. And at mm-hmm. some point we left, finally left the hospital, me and the girls, and we went to a friend's, um, a friend's home. We didn't go back to the apartment. Yeah. We just went to, you know, diff- just couldn't do it. And so we yeah. went to a friend's house for maybe, you know, till the service, um, mm-hmm. till we were ready to have the service and people, yeah came it, it just never stopped their friends their friends came they came with what do you need what I was so overwhelmed I, mm-hmm. I didn't know what I needed I just like yeah I, I don't you know. don't know 
I don't. You don't know. And then people, they just come. They come yeah. and they bring, you know, they yeah. bring money, they bring yeah. food, they exist and that. Yeah. And, um, but it was, um, to say the least, it was overwhelming, overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, you know, mm-hmm. it's always, um, and it'll be uh, 12 years on the 9th of wow. March. Yeah. Wow. 12 years. 12 years. 12. Man, gosh, yeah. I mean, we're talking about this and it feels because it feels like I'm it hearing, happened. It, it just happened. Yes. Because I'm just, you're right. <laughs> because when you go me. back, when you go, yeah. when you go back, you have to actually go back. Yes. You actually yes. have to really revisit, yes. you know, visit what occurred. Right. You know, it actually happened. And right. it, it, for a while, we, I was in shock. I was just, like, and I was moving, but I didn't know how I was yeah. moving. I didn't mm-hmm. know how I was getting things done. Yeah. But that was the Holy Spirit just moving me along. Girl. You know, just well, moving me along. And I, I wanted, I wanted to ask you about the support system. I, I know about that. You know, when every, everyone yes. rallies around you mm-hmm. when it happens and they bring you meals. And I, I remember that. And some, I mean, I, a lot of times it was really just for my family. Cause I, I, I wasn't really eating. Right. I don't know about you, but I wasn't, it was hard for me. I didn't and, really eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what, what happened when, um, what happened when they left? When, okay. So, um, after, you know, you kind of get seven to 14 days of people, um, really rallying around you, you know, mm-hmm. because they have their own yeah. lives. They have their yeah. own lives, yeah. you know? And, um, so all that support, it, it never really completely went away, but after the dust settled, um, my mom, she came and stayed with me for almost a year. Oh, that's great. A year. Did you have that support? Yeah. Yeah. After she left, my brother came. So it was like, it was like a relay. You're like, (laughs) you know, so. This felt like somebody got to be there. Somebody has to be around. And so I had that support, you know, with my family. Um, I had that with the church as well, that, and, Mm -hmm. you know, friends, um, Mm -hmm. it just never, but I, I, I made myself available. I didn't isolate myself. I still went to church. I still served, you know, it was like I was hiding. I had to hide behind ministry. At the high, mm. you know, let me yeah. do, 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 let me have all these activities to do so I can just deal with it. This, so I won't yeah. just focus on that. So I just, I yeah. did that and the support, I mean, I had, I had support. I can't, I, That's good. I had it. I had it. So that's good. That's you, good. Yeah. Because I, you know, I, I did too. Um, my mother didn't stay a year. I wish she would have. <laughs> Mm-hmm, my mother mm-hmm. stayed a couple of months because my mother was like, I got to get back to my life, to my life. because yeah. my, my, I had lost my dad four years prior. And so oh, my mom okay. was really trying to, she had just um, sold their house and downsized okay. and, and she was trying to, you know, in the midst of that process when, when um, Mike passed. And so it was hard. And then my mother-in-law is elderly. And so okay. she couldn't really, you know, move around. Okay. So, um, I really, to be honest with you was, was kind of put out there to navigate my, on my own after yes. about mm-hmm. two and a half months. Yes. Um, 
And, um, and I will tell you, it was scary. You talked about the Holy Spirit moving you and guiding you. And, and I, when I look back on those times, I, uh-huh. I know it was, God was just like, I said, God and Mike, my, Mike was helping, Mike was helping yes. me with the kids because, yeah. mm-hmm. um, regardless of what you, my, my listeners believe, I'm just, you know, want to share with you the spiritual, um, yes. mm-hmm. um, experience that my family had when we sat down. Cause I really, I was talking to pastor Ray and pastor Wendy about whether I should tell Michaela right away. Michaela was only seven years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and because, and Mike was out of town, which he, he was at yes, his mom's. I remember, I remember. Yes. Right. And so I was like, I don't know if I, you know, I need to go down there. I need to see what's going on. Cause I was going to, I was headed to Jackson. He was in Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi. I was headed there and I wanted to take care of the business stuff and then come back and tell her. Okay. And, you know, and no one really told me what to do, but pastor Ray and went pastor Wendy were like, you know, you might want to think about that. You know, you don't want her to feel like, you know, she got left out and right. she, you didn't tell. So when I, thought about I me mean, that was my my initial reaction to protect mm-hmm. her yeah but but then I told her and um I mean I told her with my mom my mom was my mom had made it because my mother lives two hours away from me two and okay. a half and so my mom made it and so my mom my mom is in the room and and Jonathan and okay. um and we told her and I just I just remember, mm. you know, she had her moment, like she was like, like not believing it, but then. Yeah. It's hard to believe. But, it's hard to fathom. Yeah. I mean, you think just, can you imagine seven years old? And she Mm-mm. understood, and she understood him, yes. go, what it meant for him to go to heaven because she had just lost her grandfather. Okay. So she was like, he's with granddad, you know, and granddaddy. And I'm like, yeah. And, um, I will tell you, she, she, she had her moment but she okay. pulled herself together and she went and got with her, she played with her, her cousins. Okay. And, um, she told me later that that night, mm-hmm. um, Mike had visited her in her dreams. And, and here's the thing he had been doing, he visited her dreams from that day until Ew. today. Are now. you serious? Absolutely. Oh I am not gosh. joking that he may have missed one or two nights. And then I, sometimes I'll, I'll say, do, you know, we have this thing. I, I used to do it when Jonathan oh was a little goodness. baby and I'll say, did you have a good sleep? Did you have a good dream? And she said, yes. And, and she said, daddy took me to the concert. Daddy took me to the mall. Daddy took me mm-hmm. to Disney. I mean, he's always taken her places. And then one night she'll say, uh, no morning. And I'll say, did you have a good sleep? Good dream. And she's like, yeah, I had a good dream. She's but daddy didn't, wasn't there. Well, when she would say daddy wasn't there, John mm-hmm. would come in and say, I had a dream about dad last night. Wow. I, I'm not wow. kidding. And I really believe that mm-hmm. he, mm-hmm. his presence in her yes. dream helped her, yes. helped her as I was trying to figure it out myself. Cause you know, that was going to be my next question to you is how did you help your girls cope through this? Um, so it's, it's ironic that you mentioned that he came to them, your kids in the dream, mm-hmm. in their dreams. So yeah. the big question, I think the girls, they didn't really say a lot. They didn't ask like, why, why, why? But I know in the heart of hearts was what happened, why? Right. And Cree, she revealed to me um, a couple of years ago, maybe this year or no, last year that he came to her, no, early on, she said he came to uh-huh. her in her dream 
and explain to her what happened. Oh, wow. What he was going through. And I was like, what? Wow. I don't know if he visits Bree that way, but Cree, mm-hmm. he definitely visit. He made his visit immediately to Cree mm. early wow. on. And yeah. um, I think that helped um, her. And he always, we always knew um, that he wanted to be cremated. He never wanted to be buried. He always said um, he didn't want a all that crying that everybody does at the funerals. Yeah. He wanted to, to celebrate and be happy. Um, and And that's why there was not a lot of tears. Not that there were not tears. There was not a lot of tears. And I didn't tell the girls that they couldn't cry. They just, they just didn't. Yeah. And I'm like, you, you, I'm not asking you not to. I didn't have any. I was, I think I was tapped out. There were no more. There was wow. nothing there. You know what right. I'm saying? Yes. And the way I helped them cope, we moved from the apartment. I think within 30 days we moved because they said we can't, we can't do this. We we can't pass. It's too much for us. Mm-hmm. We need a new environment. We need something different. We can't handle coming back here and he not being here. They cannot oh, handle girl. that. Yeah. And so I immediately, you know, we moved and got a house and you know tried to put things together. I tried to keep them busy. Um, of course, we were already busy. So I just kind of kept them on track with mm-hmm. school, getting, um, you know, the uh, university visits, just trying to get Bree placed because that was her senior year. So we had to put other people in place for his place as far as the debutante, the dad, the dad being there for that, mm-hmm. you know, prom. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. all these other things. Um, so I just had to it was game on. I didn't, I didn't have time to, to mourn at that moment. I didn't have time to stop to do that because their lives were moving fast and furious. So I think the activities helped them cope and helped them, Mm -hmm. you know, move along. Um, but that, you know, not that they didn't have their moments. I think they had their moments when they were away at college. I think they had their moments Mm -hmm. when they are, Mm -hmm. they're away at yeah. college. And, yeah. um, I just tried to keep them busy, keep them in church, keep them, yeah, you know, grounded and just give them as much support as I could, because it's all on me. It's all on my yeah. shoulders. And, and I had to be, you know, the example, I, I right. can't, I can't fall apart. I can't right. I have too much at stake here. Well, that, and I, and I understand that, you know, um, I would say in the beginning uh, for me, I was, thinking about that when you were talking, you were saying that you, you know, you had to do what you had to do. And I'm going to be very honest. I was a hot mess. Uh, I I really was a hot mess in in a way that now I'm not going to say I, I, the showers were my breakdown moments. I mean, I, that's where I, that's where I would go and do my real ugly crying. (laughs) (laughs) You went off by yourself. I went out by myself and I, I don't know. Now, Dominique, see, you said you didn't want to, well, you guys eventually went back to the place, but you know, with me, I, I didn't leave. Right. You stayed where you were. I stayed. And I I remember, well, there are two things that were really hard for me that just broke me down. 
Um, and this is going to seem really just minute to many people, but if you lost a spouse mm-hmm. where you've always had a person yes, and then you no longer have that person, then you understand what I'm saying. So I, I get in the shower mm-hmm. and I see his washcloth. Like he mm-hmm. had his place. I have my place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see his rate, his clippers on this, on his sink. You see all of his things, all of, his I stuff. see all of his things. I see, I see all of these representations mm-hmm. of yes. his, of his presence. Right. And I, and I, and it was just, it, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was, I was really just kind of in a fog really. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day, um, we were driving, uh, I, I was taking Michaela to gymnastics because you were talking about getting her busy and mm-hmm. I decided to put her in gymnastics and let her try that because she, you know, of course she didn't want to be a cheerleader like a mama, but okay. uh, <laughs> I was like, no, please. She had no interest of being a cheerleader, but okay. um, I said, I'm going to put you in gymnastics anyway and just see if maybe you just want to do gymnastics. You can be a gymnast or whatever. Well, she didn't like that either, but that's another story. But anyway, <laughs> I'm on our way, we're on our way to um, gymnastics and a song comes on the radio. Oh my. And it is a song that like, I remember my, one of our last conversations that we had, this we, was in the car. Cause we always, mm-hmm. you know, we, we'd be in the, get to, in the car together. And this song was on the radio when we were talking, we were talking about our marriage and okay. just the things that we wanted to do and grow. And like, you know, we were yes. entering into 26 years. We had been together yes. 30, almost 30 years. And we were like, wow. we need to kind of reinvent ourselves because we exactly. have, you know, we've gotten comfortable and what, what that song that was playing in the background where we were talking and he, he agreed and I, you know, we uh-huh. were just, you know, it's, it was a really good couple's conversation. Right. Right. Kind of when you said you had your last conversation, I was thinking the same thing. And, um, and that song came on the radio and I, I, I didn't do the ugly cry, but tears were just streaming uh-huh. down my face. I mean, tears was just, go- and I was just trying to, calmly just wipe it because I didn't want to bring attention to it but Michaela watches my every move and so mm-hmm. all of a sudden I hear her from the back seat she goes mommy are, are you crying about daddy again and um and I said yes I, I am you know I'm just I'm not gonna hide I'm yes I am yeah yeah <laughs> so that's okay. like, yeah right and let me tell you what that little seven-year-old girl said to me she said mommy I know daddy's not here and we're all sad, but daddy really is here with us. Even though he's not here physically, she says physically yeah. in person. Yeah. He's here. His spirit is all around us. He's still mm-hmm. here with us, mommy. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting here thinking, it's who, true. Who, I wanted to pull the car over. I was like, who, who's talking to you? <laughs> Because he was visiting her. So she was, yes. he, he's, he comes to check on you. Yes. Um, when, when it first initially happened, when I went back to the apartment, when the day that I went back, because for some reason, I felt like I needed to remove all of his things out of where mm-hmm. I didn't see him every day. I, mm-hmm. I needed to move the clothes. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I tell you I moved everything to another closet, mm. I did because I, I needed to get through. Yeah. I needed yeah. to get the girls through this busy season. I, you know, and I right. said, if I keep seeing that, I, 
I'm not going to be able to do it. And he would come every morning before we moved at 545. He would come. I would feel I would I could smell his presence. I could smell him. Oh, yeah. Um, to me every morning. Yeah. Every morning. Wow. I'm like, okay, this guy, this has to stop. (laughs) He was trying to help you. Like, you're trying to help you heal. You were like, no, I'm just, I just have to, I have to get through it. I have to get through it. I can't, I got to pull myself away. I got, you know, I can't can't handle this. I have too much on me. And, and, and I was, um, the suicide thing, you know, initially I was really sad and I had a lot of sympathy and I had a lot of, uh, uh, excuses. I, I, I knew how to, how to protect, how to answer the questions. Right. Yeah. I think this is why I don't know. I think this is, and I think this, but let me tell you after everything was over June, right. I'm uh, Mm -hmm. June after the debutante was over. And I'm driving. It was always when I was driving. Yes. Driving. Like a, well, you had a long Like drive. a river. Like a river. <laughs> On the yes. way to work. On oh, the man. way to work. Every, really? Yeah. On the yeah. way. And since, can I tell you this? And since we uh-huh. cremated him, mm-hmm. I had the remains. So I had, yeah. the, I had, I had them. So you had him there with you. I had him there with me. So it took, I think it took me five, I think at five years, I released them. There's oh. like, my sister always, you know, it's yeah. time. It is time yeah. to yeah. release them. Time to let them go. Yeah. Them. Well, you know, you said you, you had to move his stuff. And I remember when my dad passed, my mother was packing his stuff up. Like that I said that we she told me it wasn't that that soon I'm like mom it was like I don't even think we buried daddy <laughs> yes and you were already clearing out his closet and going through my mother's already a meat freak anyway and, and she's uh-huh. been and when he was Hit living it. he when he mm-hmm. was living she really wanted to go through his stuff and get rid of stuff anyway <laughs> but um I just I was like I just couldn't do it I mean I'm gonna be honest with, I mean no it's, it's been it, it goes it, by what you need it's it and you need that. You, you need. may need that. You may need to still see his things. You may need to. Uh, yes. You know, yes. you need that as a comfort yeah. thing. Yeah. I needed I yeah. needed to go ahead because at some point I got a little angry. Yeah. At some oh. point that, that turned yeah. to anger because I was wondering that when I, that was going to kick in because mm-hmm. I, I can see that, mm-hmm. that, you know, they talk about the different stages different of stages. grief yes. and anger is one of them. Yes, yeah. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you were angry at, at some point after June, July, after the busy was over, mm-hmm. it just hit, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It felt mm. like it made me feel like, was I not enough? Was I, yeah. you know, I, I turned, I, I made it personal. Yeah. Was I not enough? Yeah. How, right. how, why, you know, I, I understand. There was probably some untreated uh, depression, um, you know, all of yeah. undetected and all of this stuff. It just, it still does not feel right to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't mm-hmm. feel right to me. Um, I couldn't, I, I, I just got there. I just, uh, you know, yeah. I didn't stay there long, yeah. but it was a part of it. And mm-hmm. I eventually got over that because yeah. I couldn't just stay in anger, but right. it, it did hit me. 
It's like, okay, you know, it's on you. It's on you. You gotta, you gotta do all of this. Right. And, and I think for me, I, I did, I, I had some anger about a lot of things. Cause you know, Mike, Mike had a cardiac arrest and, um, okay. and, but I also like the first thing, of course, family, friends, well, did he have a condition? Did he have it? And, and, you know, and I understand the story, you know, yes. you get, you have the story to tell. Yeah. You have the story. And, uh, and the story mm-hmm. is to, to get you to the next yeah, thing. To the next. And yeah. And, and to get you beyond the conversation because exactly. you're still trying to grapple with everything that's happening. Exactly. And, um, but it, I had that moment too, in my, in my quietness that, yes. you know, yes. it's like, you know, he had some irregularity years ago and the doctor's mm-hmm. like, you need to check this out. And Mike was like, I'm good. I, it, it happened. You know, it's all okay. I'm good. You know, Mike was always like, he was Teflon Don, you know, hey, <laughs> right. I'm good. You know, I can, I, I, I can eat anything. It's yeah. not going to bother me. Man, I could, they don't, and yeah. I would say, right. And I would say, Mike, you're getting older. you got to take care of yourself. You know? So I did feel that. Um, yeah. And, and it was, it was hard for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and just as I, I was grateful that he was visiting the kids, you know, and, and giving yes. them comfort, mm-hmm. he didn't, he didn't come to me. He did and not. I re- oh. not, not right away. Okay. And I remember the first few weeks I would be in the shower because that was my crying place. Okay. And, um, and I, I would like be that crying. crying place. That's my good. crying place. And you know what, to this day, it's still my crying place. I just don't okay. cry as hard. Okay. as I did in the beginning. Okay. And okay. I was like, where are you for me? You know, yes. how am I going to do? Because by this time, the meal train stopped. Mm-hmm. My mother, my mother phone said, I got to get back, you know, the, text the phone call stopped, stopped all the text of that. messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and people, you know, when we talked about this too, about the, the strong friend and being the strong mm-hmm. friend, and I was always right. the strong friend. You were the strong so, friend. Yeah. Right. And so people would, would see me and because I didn't look like I was, you know, broken had, and you know, yeah, and had yeah. slept in 20 years. It's or, falling out. Or, yeah. yeah. Then they were like, oh, she's good, but I really no. wasn't. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. um, and I love this this quote. I you I posted this quote a couple of years ago. I may have done it uh maybe last year. I hadn't I may need to post it again, <laughs> but it says um holding it all together with a bobby pin. That was really my life. You know, wow. it just, just holding it all together holding with a bobby together. pin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I didn't, I was going to lose my mind. And okay. let me, let me tell you one, then one night, like right when I was on the cusp yes. of like, what am I going to do? Mike came. Mm. And mm-hmm. I remember we were, we were sitting, we were walking down, down the street or something. And he was no, no, no. We started in a, a, a Lyft to you know, Uber or whatever. We were in Uber. Somebody okay. was driving us and I was sitting in the back seat. and I remember he and I both, and I don't remember him saying, no, I said to him, you know, how, how am I going to do this? I mean, I don't know what to do. How am I going to do this? And he said, mm-hmm. you know, to me, he said, Shelby, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You are always going to be fine. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's like, no. He's like, yes, you are. And he goes, yes, you, yes, yes, you are. Yes, you will. Yeah. And so, some, so we get out of the car and we're walking down the sideway, sidewalk, and someone standing off to the side goes, "Oh, I know you. You're happy to see him." 
And I said, yes, I am. I'm, I'm really fine, happy to find him. And then he, he said, he looked at me and said, but you know, this is where it ends. Mm. And, and I remember just, I woke up crying because I was mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? This is where it mm-hmm. ends. Mm-hmm. Come back, you know? And so Mm-mm. every, every now and then he still visits and he'll okay. visit, he'll, but, yeah. but he'll visit at moments. Like when I think he feels like, okay, I know my, needs me. My, my wife, <laughs> she needs me. He showed up the night before mother's day. Okay. Uh, my first mother's day. Okay. I remember sitting in church and I want to ask you this, this about this um, okay. and you experiencing this when we, we had the mother's day and you remember this because we do it every mother's day at church and we honored the single moms. And when pastor Wendy came to me with, you know, to honor me as a single, and I remember just like, I didn't want it. I was like, no, no, mm-hmm. but she didn't know that I was in this yeah. real d- deep denial of being alone oh you know? yeah oh, because yeah. here I am with this man I've been with I've had my oh, this my person years. for 26 years we dated three and a half years before we got married oh my goodness yeah we, the, he has always I mean when I met He's him I was been. 20 he yeah. was always that there and to think of being a single mom I it just didn't sound right in my head so I, tell me about your experience transitioning after 25 years of marriage to being single and being, being, you know, seen as single. You know what? Um, That was hard Um, because I was, I feel like my whole life I was married. Yeah. You know, because I got married really young. My whole adult life I was married. So it was, it was odd for me. It was weird um, because I felt like I've always been married and all my friends were married. And now that I am single, there's a trajectory. Mm -hmm. Your life, it's like a paradigm shift. Yeah, it's huge. It's like I was on this side and now I was on the other side. And then did you say, were you scared? Were you scared, Dominique? I was like, okay, (laughs) what in the world? How do you operate? Yes. How, do, how do I operate single? <laughs> right. I mean, I, I told my, my besties, I was like, I, yeah. I haven't been open in this know. world since the 80s. I mean, I yeah. was like, get, picture this. And I I'm like, how here. do single people do this? <laughs> yeah. <How> do you- <laughs> right, right. You know, so it, it was tough for me because, and I mentioned this on the other, when I was, you know, when Pastor Wendy and I was, you know, talking about it, uh-huh. I felt like, you know, I was in this couple group and now mm-hmm. I'm got kicked out of the couple group. Now I'm in a single, so yeah. I have a single club and, yeah. and I, I, you know, it was hard every Sunday. I mean, cause everybody was coupled up when I would go to church uh, every yes. Sunday when I would leave before I would get home the tears will fall mm-hmm. because I'm single. Everybody mm-hmm. else is married. Now I have to watch everybody else walk around mm-hmm. and be happy with their, yeah. uh, you know, their spouses yeah. and everything. So initially it was tough. Yeah. It got, it became easier for me because I had to, um, it was ironic that a friend of mine, a close friend, 
she and her husband um, got a divorce. This ha happened to be around when, you know, both of our husbands were named Mike as well. He was another Mike. Oh, no. <laughs> and, we had and, triple uh, Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. so we end up being, um, she, we were advocates for each other. We were there for right. each other. So we just built this bond. You know, we're together. Yeah. We're going to get through this. Um, but it was completely hard. And I, and yeah. I, and I had to keep going to church because yeah. I didn't want to just stop going because I'm not, I'm not married anymore. Yeah. And then yeah. it just, you know, everybody was getting married, um, around me. And then, then I start doing the event planning. Then I start doing weddings and, oh no, <laughs> you know, and, but at some right. point, at some point yeah. it became okay because what I did, you know, I, I, I hadn't really completed my undergraduate mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit said, why don't you go back to school? The girls had left, you know, they were already yeah. in college. You got to do something to, with this time yeah. that you have. So right. I did that. Um, I just graduated what, last, last year, last Yay. December or something like that. Congratulations. Yay. Well, it took so already that, know that helped, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that helped me, um, that helped that time. And that yeah. helped um, me understand that single life, what it's like. So, yeah. you know, it, 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 you know, I felt like, oh my God, I understand. Yeah. I didn't understand that being married, what, it, you know, a single person actually felt like just fell back for them <laughs> I really I really did but when yeah. when the shoe is on your foot then it's, oh. it's it's a real it's a real thing and you have yeah. to get through being you know this you have to find new friends almost you have to yeah. find new friends because you, yeah because you know, it's a different well and it's a different environment it's a it different is. lifestyle it's a and, different lifestyle um, and I will you know I, the same thing kind of actually happened to me, but my, my, um, best friend, her, uh, she and her husband divorced before my past okay. and, um, and then our other friend, she's married, but, um, and they've really been a great support system. They're the ones okay. that drug me out of the country, um, <laughs> the first year. And I was like, no, but, um, but I, I, you know, I, I have to be very careful really for me now. I mean, it's still, it is still early, it's still early. How many for years? Me, so we will be three. It'll be three okay. this year. Okay. And, um, and then because, and not only because of the timing, because it, I mean, I, I say that, but that's just for me because some people move on after a year. Some people move uh, on after two years. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, you have but to make, I have to you take have to consideration yourself to yeah. more the way you need to do it. Exactly. And, yeah. and in my time, because I remember being at, at a, um, an event pre COVID at a house okay. event, family event. Mm -hmm. And a woman there was like, why are you, this was the, this was out only a year, it maybe a year and a year and a half. And, and, and she was like, what are you doing? wearing still wearing your ring. And why, you know, are you dating? You know, and I was thinking, what's mm. going on with, um, no, I'm not dating and I'll wear my ring as long as I want to wear my ring. <laughs> and I think that people, you know, yeah. people have this, this expectation in their heads. I mean, you know, uh -huh. and it's, it's, it's like, you know, when I, when it all boils down to it, it's really, it's my life and it's it what really I, what I want can, to do. Yeah. And what I can, I can manage. accept and manage. Yeah. So, you know, and having Michaela and Kayla be, you know, being young. And so I'm not really just out there trying to, uh, you know, 
just be yeah. out there. <laughs> I, I understand. Oh, you know what I mean? You, you have because priorities. She's your, I have, your, she is my priority. She, yes. And we, we finally found something she loves, which is dance and she's really oh, good. good at it. Yes. And so we're busy with that and okay. among other things. And I mean, they're, and they're okay. You know, uh, John, he will, um, he's mentioned a couple of times to me, you know, you know, if somebody asked me, you know, hypothetically speaking, you know, but I know what it is. <laughs> He's really just trying to figure out if I'm dating. Are you going to date? Yeah. If I want to date, if I don't, I don't know. Some, I don't know. I, it, it just, because I, I will say that, we, you know, my shows are really talking, you know, it's a, the premise of it is this season is about healing. And, yes. and, and I have to say that I'm, I'm certainly in a much better place today than I was before. Um, there are some things that I, I personally know that I'm, I'm holding on to and that's, you know, between me, God and, and Mike, because okay. they know, yes. and, yes. and I, and it's just, you know, I know that I'm going to have to release these things, but I, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I just, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm going to do it in my time, that's but good. the best, but the best part about it is that my, my kids are, I mean, um, Jonathan's not a kid, he's a grown man, but still he, he had some issues with losing him so quickly because this was the time where he and Mike were like best friends, Okay, you know, and he, they were, he was teaching him stuff, talking about mm-hmm. women and talking Ooh. about, you know, yeah, yeah. Just, this was all this stuff that, you know, that kind of you know, being man about. and yeah, yeah. That dads talk about being an alpha male and, you know, mm-hmm. that was all important to Mike. And, um, so he struggled with some things, but he's, he's on, he's coming on the other side, but it's really just been a a really, like you said, continuing to go to church. I know I I would, I fell back in the beginning because I just, I just wasn't ready to walk in there and, and see my seat. I totally understand. I did that too. I had to get away from it from, you know, especially immediate, you know, like I used to walk away for 30 days. I didn't want to. I don't, I'm not answering any questions. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Know? Or see and, the looks like, oh, yeah. And, and you know? it's like, oh, <laughs> you, you, you know what? And it's not popular. It, it was, no. you, you know, it was ugly. Yes. It was, it was ugly at times because yeah. it's just a taboo. It's just something. Yeah. In the Christian world. About. Yeah. Mm hmm. You know, and in our culture, in our culture. Oh my not, God. You know, we never do that, but no, that, exactly. that's been a hidden secret. It's been happening. Oh, absolutely. You know, well, and especially with now that the COVID's happened, we're starting to see, uh, the mm-hmm. whole mental, mental healthness. Yeah. Hellness. Hell. Yeah. Health, that's good. Mental, mental illness. Yeah. Yes. It's been mental <laughs> illness. <laughs> yes. It's yes. been that too mental yeah wellness is is been in the forefront of of the african-american community uh, a lot more now i love that um the guy um he's um the morning show host um in new york with the charlemagne the guy and he talks a lot about mental health um in black men and um which is which is good Mm -hmm. because <clears throat> you know, again, that, that has always been a taboo. It's a, it's um, a taboo. You can't talk about it. They can't yeah. cry. They can't have emotion. They can't, right. you know, all of this stuff. Right. And, you know, and with that said, you know, that was one of the things that was really important to me when, um, when Mike passed that I did not want Jonathan 
to feel like he couldn't feel emotions around mm-hmm. losing his dad. Absolutely. And, you know, that old school way of thinking is you're the man of the house now and you str- you're strong for your mom and you be strong for your sister because that's what he heard. That's and I looked heard. at I, and mm-hmm. I looked him in the eye and I said, look at me. I am not saying that. I said, you are my son. You're not my partner, my spouse, right. my my father. You are my son. son. And that's all that I expect you to do. Exactly. I said, excuse me. I said, and as for your sister, you're not her father. You're her brother. Exactly. And what mm-hmm. I want you to do is be more of a brother to her. Don't don't feel like you have to step in your dad's shoes. Shoes that that's just not going to happen. I'm mm-hmm. not going to allow that that kind of pressure on you. I need mm-hmm. you to heal in your exactly. place and in your space and in your time. And exactly. he told me um, probably uh, a year later how because I told him this probably I, I would say it was when we after the funeral and I mm-hmm. and he said, Mom, you just don't know the gift that you gave me because mm-hmm. I was I was so all in my head about mm-hmm. and how was I going to do this without dad and how, mm-hmm. and I needed to know more and I needed to be more prepared. And, and mm-hmm. I said, listen, I said, let me tell you something. Your mother is crying and you're, you know, you see me very fragile and vulnerable. I said, but one thing you need to know is your mother is strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really am. And I have oh, everything yeah. I need to, to right. come, get past this. I said, but I don't want you to sit on the sidelines thinking that you got to stop your life to hold me up. Exactly. You know, and, and, and he, he thanked me for that. And I, and I think it helped him in the long run with healing through his grief. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like you said, you know, the people, they will tell you, oh, you know, it'll, you know, one day you'll wake up and it won't hurt as much. And, and that's not true. It still hurts, you know, the yeah. same, but mm-hmm. when you have an understanding of, what what has happened what you know when we talk about the first 48 hours we were just mm-hmm. kind of out of it yeah I mean I don't even think I could get I was in such shock the first hour I don't even remember crying the first hour I was just in shock yeah you, and yeah. so it, it's such a shock that you don't you can't comprehend it yeah. you can't even feel it you, you yeah. almost lose feeling you just become yeah numb. yeah yeah so tell me about um, like as we talked about healing and you, you know, it's been 12 years for you, yes. mm-hmm. but, and the day, tell me about what was happening in your life when you decided to, that it was okay to entertain, <clears throat> should the, I say, the, the <clears throat> entertain dating, <laughs> dating, <laughs> uh, another okay. man. <laughs> um, so this is what I, I did when I felt it was okay to at least, explore uh-huh. um after the girls went off to college yeah. and I was by myself and mm. I guess that was maybe two or three years after mm-hmm. and I you know just lightly you know I only dated one person I you know yeah yeah so I dated one person so how old were, did you say you were when you married Michael uh 19 Oh, okay. See, my Mike. Yeah. Well, when I met Mike, he was nineteen. I had just turned mm-hmm. twenty-one. So yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I was really young. You are young. And, you know, mm-hmm. wet behind. You know, this green is yeah. all green out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I felt like it was okay to at least explore it. Um, so you know, the first couple, you know, 
I, 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 I did real bad. I, I, I didn't know what not to say, when to do this or when, you know, I didn't, it, and it never lasted more than uh, 30 days <laughs> because it never lasted more than 30 days because, you know, I was not going to, you know, compromise. Up with I, I, I wasn't going to do yep. it the, the world's way. I, I, you're not getting ready to do, I'm not getting ready to do that. I'm not going to yeah. be your playground. That's what yes. I'm not going to do. Okay. So, there you go. Um, so Let them know. I have to, okay. And I said, okay, this is going to be the year I'm going to find, I'm going to find my Boaz and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we were, we were in the season, we were um, fasting. This is going to be the year and I want to find in, you know, this year and blah, blah, blah. Okay. It didn't happen. Yep. That the whole year I met a lot of people, but I knew mm -mm. it was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) So, (laughs) so the following year I said, God, I, you know, before the year begins, I always know, you know, have a plan. You know, I, what are my goals mm-hmm. this year? And I said, God, okay, obviously my way is not working. Right. So why not just tell me what you want me to do? I'll do your, whatever your will is. Let this tell me. Yeah, and I'll let do it that. be done. Yes. Let it be done. So my, mm-hmm. my goal was forget about, forget about trying to find Boaz. Let mm-hmm. me just do the, your, whatever your will is. And so that's what I started to do. And so, um, Again, we were we were in you know fasting, and then we we that year we started doing home groups. And the, my friends they mm-hmm. had a home group, and they were like, "Hey, come to our home group." I don't want to go to any home group that, that have married couples. Don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "No, please come, please, please." So I did go, and they like it. So I didn't go the first Sunday, and they were like, um, "Hey." Are you coming this Sunday? We 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 got somebody we want to introduce you to. Oh, Do you boy. know so and so? I was no. like, no, I'm not interested in meeting anyone. And so something said, why don't you just go? You know, just go. So I went, and um, you know, we were introduced, and um, my birthday was coming up, and he found me on Facebook, but he thought he could find me real easy because he thought he knew how to spell my last name but he didn't <laughs> <laughs> so he had, to, he had to go to the directory the church director to try to find oh that's me funny then, oh yeah. that's funny <laughs> so he thought he was slick you know it's like oh I don't need any help I right. can find her number okay you can you go there and I was like if he's interested he'll he'll, he'll call me I mean I kind of knew he was interested so I just got uh-huh. you know and so uh, he's like, hey, I know it's your birthday. I just want to say happy birthday. Um, are you going to be celebrating with your family? I said, yes, I am. He <laughs> said, would you be able to, you know, would you be interested in celebrating, you know, one more, having one more celebration? I said, yeah, <laughs> I could probably believe my birthday was Tuesday. And I said, uh-huh. yeah, I could probably be available on Friday, the following mm. Friday. So let me make oh. him wait, right? Oh yeah, and, you uh, did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He waited. Okay, it, okay. whatever restaurant you want to go to. Okay, great. And so great. we met. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess at seven, and talked for hours. Wow, we had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was interested in a relationship, and neither was I. <laughs> wow, look at that. Yeah, he had just got out of a relationship, so he was definitely not interested. And it was mm-hmm. just that we had a lot in common. It was just really easy. 
mm-hmm. to talk to each other. It was very easy. We got along. Yeah. It was just easy. And I'm just cut it. to the chase. We've been dating almost three years. <gasps> Whoa, has it been that long? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I have another announcement. Oh, well, oh. <laughs> do I have an exclusive? Do I have an yeah. exclusive? You oh my gosh. You okay. 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 I'm going to be quiet. There you go. You, you have pretty the much have the exclusive other than my close friends knowing Ooh, we got go engaged on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the exclusive. Congratulations. Yes. Talk yes. about healing. Yes. So oh, it, I, my gosh. all I can say is take your time. Yes. Because you, you want the process. You want to the, allow the the grief, the process, allow Mm -hmm. that, allow yourself to heal Yeah, because you don't want to bring that into another another, relationship. You don't want to make them pay for, you know, you know, whatever things you haven't, you have those unresolved issues that you have. So it is, that's awesome. I was, I was blindsided. It wasn't until (laughs) I took my hand out of it Mm -hmm. that he delivered and he went to the church. I didn't, what? Yeah. To the church? At, at church where I go? What? Yeah. So he's been at the church the whole time. See, look at that. See how good. Not, but you told I, you told God to do it. And that's I, the thing. Like you said, you you took your hands off of it. I took my you hands let, off. You let God do it. And here's the thing. I tell my friends, you know, because they ask me this all the time about when mm-hmm. I'm ready, you know, to put, mm-hmm. go back out there. I said, the day that I stop looking for my husband and a man, then mm-hmm. I know I'm ready. Exactly. And that's the thing. I, did, yeah. I never, I wasn't looking for Michael because yeah. your, your needs changed. I, your needs I was changed. at 19, looking yeah. for, at 19, my needs changed. Yeah. But what my perspective changed, I I'm, I'm mature now. I'm a mature, I'm an adult. So my, need, yeah. I'm not looking for Michael. I'm looking yes. for something mm-hmm. different. I can't, I can't yes. be looking for, he's never coming back. I'm not looking. Exactly. So exactly. I'm looking for someone that has those qualities that I'm looking for. So once wow. that comes into play and it, and if it's easy and it flows well, and then that's it, that's it. That's it. Well, we are, oh my God, we are this, over this, this and no, this is perfect because we've got a, a few minutes, a few seconds, but I want, okay. I, you did give the, the advice that I was just going to ask you, what advice would you give a young widow? And you just gave it to me, take your time. And, you know, and let the process work through, let, like work through your grieving process. And, and, absolutely. and the Don't other thing it. I would say is self-care, you know, like Shavonda mentioned, oh, yes. that yes. self-care, you know, get you, you know, pamper yourself, get you some massages, get you, yeah. you know, that, the, that physical touch, that uh, massages and get your hair done, get your, you know, yeah. take care of you. You take have care to of take you. care of you. Self-care. I agree. And if you need counseling, do that. Counseling is very good. Know, yeah. Therapy is All always good, Therapy. especially to talk it out. Well, talk thank you out. so much, Dominique. Oh, I'm so good. Girl, we, we could have talked another two hours. Uh, we, I know. I know. But, I know. but we have so much more to talk about. And I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. You. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you for giving me the exclusive. Yeah. I feel, I feel real special now. You are special. <laughs> you are. Well, yeah, thank you, you are. again. You, I appreciate you. What do you, what are you going to say? 
Oh, I was just going to say thank you. And I, I wish you much success. And, oh, and this know God loves you. This know yes. he's going to get you through this lean and depend on him yeah. and allow him to replace the voids that you have yeah. in your life. Allow yes. him to do that for you. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you so much, Dominique, for sharing your story. And I'm so happy for you, girl. And one of the things that I really am happy that we were able to to do tonight is show people that healing does happen. It does come on the other side of heartbreak. So it will happen in, in due time. So until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode, please share your thoughts and subscribe to the podcast. To continue the conversation, head on over to my Facebook page at Shelby Alexander Griggs, where we are building a supportive community for the broken and the healed. Until next time, remember what's broken can be mended. What hurts can be healed. And no matter how dark it gets, the sun is going to rise again. See you next time. Thank you.